calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gav Murphy. I'm joined today by Mr. Daniel Cooper. Hello. And Daniel Robson. Hello. Who's been on a podcast before? I have, long time ago. You are. Uh, when, when I was in London. You're the big man at IGN Japan. That's right. Chief uh, editor of IGN Japan. And making his English language podcast debut. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Hello. I'm Ezra from IGN Japan. Uh, when talking about size, I'm a bit more, I'm even bigger than Daniel, actually. Yeah. Are yeah. you talking about your height? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, 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 wanted to clarify. just to clarify. <laughs> uh, Not penis. Well, that's, that's, where I, that's where I was. No, no, well, I don't know about that. About. Yeah. Um, but there's a reason you guys are on, because this podcast being brought to you all the way from Tokyo, Japan. Yokoso. Um, so we're actually in the IGN Japan office. Yeah. Can't believe you own this whole building. We own we own several <laughs> buildings. It's like uh, a 20, yeah. 20 building, 20, yeah. 20 floor building. Yeah. It was the first thing that when we launched the site. It was like, well, let's look at our uh, property portfolio. Yeah. yeah, this is cool. So um, we're in, we're actually in the Ijin Japan office right now in yeah. your studio. Yeah, it's, it's like a in proper, rainy Japan. <laughs> yeah, it's like a proper grown up uh, building as well, like with actual <laughs> news and. Actual journalists going on. Yep, and people uh, wearing suits and all people that. People wearing suits. Yeah. We yeah, just yeah, met not, like, not, the director of the company. Not for IGN. Well, that's the thing. We go into your floor. You can tell which bit is IGN. No matter what country you're in, yeah. everyone's wearing a game T-shirt or a Star Wars <laughs> T-shirt. Yeah, and you can hear it too. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's exactly the same as our office. Yeah. 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 No, we're we're in in a newspaper company, so that's yeah. Hence the the lots of. Uh, well, I think you see a lot of you know very serious and, and proper journalists and stuff like that. But I don't know if they're necessarily the well-dressed people are the journalists. Right. I think you're probably looking the at the salesmen, sales guys stuff, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. The journalists are like journalists and like newspaper journalists anywhere. Most Any of them are uh, yeah. a little bit scrappy. Um, but yeah, Daniel and I have been here for a week now. Yep. So wait, we have two uh, Daniels. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Divvy up the Daniels. So Krups and I have been here for a week. Uh, we got flown out by the lovely people at Capcom to play some games of theirs. One of them we could talk about. One of them. We can't, but as part of that as well, we got to come see you guys. We can Tokyo. talk about we can talk about whichever Capcom yeah. games you want. Um, but yeah, we came to see you guys doing your Tokyo game show IGN uh, live stream. Live stream, which is pretty yeah. impressive, man. Can Was it? Look at, yeah, can you give a little overview of what yeah. you had going uh, on at the show? Yeah. So um, during TGS, uh, so right now we're in our, in our studio, and we basically 
packed up our entire studio and took it to the show floor at TGS. We have like a little balcony that's overlooking the show floor. It was awesome. So Tokyo Game Show is like it's a pretty huge space, right? It takes place, you know, in over like eleven halls around this massive. Building. It takes ages to get there. Yeah, and like, it's far away yeah, to because away. there's no venue in Tokyo that's that big, so it's actually yeah. not in Tokyo, right? Mm. And so we're kind of in a balcony that's overlooking the main hall of the so. So you have like the PlayStation booth over there and the Sega booth and the Konami <coughs> booth and whatever. And uh, we set up um, like a live stream, you know, desk, or whatever that you can see the whole show floor in the background. Yeah. Kind of thing. So that we have guests coming in and different game developers coming to talk about games. You know, developers for like Dragon Quest. Or yeah, a lot of big names. Yakuza yeah. mm. or uh, Resident Evil or Devil May Cry. Yeah. Or uh, all sorts of uh, you know those kind of games and um, coming on and telling us about their games. Did it all go to plan? The hardest part was when the uh, stage for Death Stranding was going on because there were like thousands, literally thousands of people gathering yeah, I saw pictures and of screaming it. so loudly that I couldn't hear the person I was interviewing sitting right <laughs> next to me. <laughs> yeah, so because because we're in a balcony over the show floor yeah. and the show floor is just noisy like any game show floor is. Well, it was right? noisy when we came and we came not on the public days. Oh, yeah, it's even worse. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah even yeah. like like a normal time was pretty hard to hear each other. But when Kojima yeah. appeared on stage, like it was, I couldn't even hear myself thinking. Every yeah, every statement he made, you'd hear. You know, people were going crazy. Yeah. Just announcing T-shirts. It's like, yeah. Come on, mate, finish the game. <laughs> the money holders, the money clips. He's got yeah. a money clip. Although to be fair, you guys just got sent that little action figure of. I don't even know what. Oh, that's a Ludens. Yeah, it's an Endoroid yeah. uh, statue of Ludens. That's uh, amazing. So basically. Kojima Productions and also a whole bunch of other game makers and stuff gave us um, loads of their uh, TGS merchandise so that we can cool, then give yeah. away to our viewers on our live stream. So we had uh, the little uh, Ludens statue and uh, money clips and uh, not the money clips actually, but uh, me- like uh, business I card holder cases. There's an Android yeah. of the like studio mascot it, before they've even made yeah. one. Yeah, right, right, right. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, right. it's crazy. <laughs> it's just the Kojima name that sells everything. Yeah. yeah. So what was the best uh, of everything that you had on the show? What was the best? I do like that you had a rapper on. We did do a rap about TGS. <laughs> a Japanese yeah. rapper, yeah. We had a Japanese rapper called SYK. She came on and uh, we basically asked her to just look around the show floor and then come on and do a, uh, do a rap about what she saw, <laughs> like a freestyle rap. When you say that out loud, you're like, fuck. I don't, They're getting about, away with all sorts out in Japan. Think, think about it, though. That, that's what our live stream that E3 could do with yeah, more rap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should get. You guys should get a rapper. Absolutely. Next year, yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean, we mostly, you know, we had game devs come on, so we had. Uh, well, some of it we pre-recorded because TGS is four days long, and the first two days are um, business days yeah. um, for business and media only, and then the Saturday and Sunday, the last two days are for the public, and so we would live all day on the Saturday and Sunday. But in some cases, the guests could only come on the, the business days. Yeah. So we sort of pre-recorded some of that stuff, and uh, one of them was. Oh, you're, um, you're lifting the curtain here. Yeah. So well, all a sham. <laughs> uh, we weren't lying. We would tell people like we this was so recorded. Pre- the IGN E3 yeah. one is all pre-recorded. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Pretty, it's, pretty o- it's pretty obvious when a pre-recorded segment's coming because suddenly we're wearing different clothes. You know? But um, yeah, one of the ones was um, uh, uh, what's the game called? Oh no, uh, Astrobot. Astrobot oh, Rescue Mission. Yes. Yeah, which is the new PlayStation VR game that's coming from Japan that's Studio. That's a game the I want to talk a lot about today. Game. Yeah, and. Um, we luckily had this as a pre-record segment because they wanted to do live gameplay. Yeah, it's a VR game. So we were in the room when that was uh, happening. Okay, I, I actually said to Cruz, so I was like, "There's fucking no way." I don't think Zach, uh, the guy who does uh. the live stream uh, in the US, like I don't think this would ever happen on our live stream. Why not? Like, so too much of a pain in the ass. Oh. Set- like, to be fair, when we, when we were doing it, when I was watching yeah. you set it up, I was like, "Fair play to them for doing this, man." 
Yeah, I think, well, it's, the, the, it's the, good the, the thing... It's pre-recorded, otherwise that'd be super stressful. Yeah, <laughs> live if that, Well, if that had been live, yeah, there's yeah. no way we would have been able to yeah, do it. But yeah. I, the, the, the thing that caused the, the big problem was that, um, you know, for PSVR, it has to have all the tracking stuff from mm -hmm, the camera. Yeah. And directly behind the stage, the Sega booth had this great big blue you know, logo <laughs> and all these blue lights everywhere. So and, we were just like, Sega, could you please turn that off <laughs> for a while? Because yeah. <laughs> the, the PSVR has the blue lights on it too. And so they yeah. were like, we need to uh, we need to just move everything. We need to move the desk around. So we can't move the desk around. It's going to change the background and everything. <laughs> so we had to, to, in the end, I think we'd spent something like nearly two hours doing wow. that. For, was for it that much? For really? a 25 oh minute yeah. segment. I mean, it was a good no, segment, it was though, good because segment. it's yeah, a really it amazing the, game. The game yeah. is just so This is the game that you were raving about yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's so, raving yeah. about it. So, so I basically, I'd heard about it from, uh, I think Dave Jackson on PlayStation Access um, had played it, and I like him and I trust him. So I was like, okay, I'll go check this out. So it was on the show floor. Walk, just walk down, there's no queue or anything. Um, and I reckon maybe about 50 minutes later, I was just losing my mind. I think the person <laughs> who was in charge of it, I don't know what she thought because I was so excited by the game. I was like, "This is brilliant!" Isn't it? <laughs> She's like, "Because it's a game that's just designed to make you smile." Yeah, so absolutely. Right. So, Explain what it is. So Astrobot, he's like this little uh, robot. But the thing about the entire game is, you're in the game. So you pick up a controller, you can see the controller. You're like a presence in the levels as well. So it's a little platform where you're walking around. But then also, you can sort of like, you have to like nut things uh, with your, like you've got headbutt things to get it out of the way. You have to like, the camera doesn't really move. So there's one bit where he's moving and he goes around a corner. So you're controlling him with the controller. You're controlling him with the corner. Like it's, okay. it's pretty much exactly like Super Mario Galaxy, um, but in virtual reality. So there's this bit where he's walking and he went, goes around a corner but the camera doesn't move because you are the camera. So it's right. this weird mm -hmm. bit where I controlled him, went round, I was like, where's he gone? And then you actually have to like tilt your head to uh, look around the corner and then you see him and then you sort of control him. Then he jumps behind you. So then you've got to like tilt back then to follow him around. Okay. It's so good. And there's like so many like clever little VR bits like that in there. So it's basically like there's two characters in the game, right? Yeah. There, there's the robot you're controlling and there's you yourself who yeah. is the camera. And what's really like new about all this is that usually until now, if we played like 3D Mario or 3D platformer, mm. we are the character we're controlling on the screen. But yeah. that's not the case here. Like you are a character yourself too. <coughs> so like there's paint coming at you and you have to dodge <laughs> yeah. it with your hand and stuff like that. And at the same time, you have to keep going platforming. That's really new. Yeah. And like, like a simple thing, like you die and you get respawned, Normally the cam camera like is already behind the character, but you're yeah. like, where did I respond? So you have to like, but you gotta go find yourself. You yeah, find yeah. yourself first, and then you have the, the the VR sound. Then you hear the robot screaming, and you can kind of hear the direction it's coming from. Oh, yeah. oh, there you are, and then you can go on again. It's like really, <laughs> really new way of playing video games. Yeah, and like because it's in, it's kind of strange playing a platformer in VR as well because. I was really bad at judging depth for a bit, and it took me a while to click with it because I kept jumping, going a little bit too far. Because basically, he can't really do much. He can punch, he can jump, and then if you hold jump, can hover. He, yeah, he hovers. He's got this little mm -hmm. uh, jetpack thing, but that runs out very quickly. Um, and uh, yeah, it, I was really, really bad at judging distances, especially when I was at really, really high. And you don't have the camera well. behind you, right? You so. don't have the camera behind yeah. you. You are the camera. So do you I'm, have to move about quite a lot playing? Yeah, like, no, it like, wasn't like it's not annoying because I know like it that could be really annoying. It's but not it like you have to stand up. Yeah, you, you're, okay. you're seated. Right, okay. It didn't yeah. it didn't feel excessive because it all feels so intuitive and it all feels so part of it that 
you're actually going you it's such a big part of it rather than feeling gimmicky mm -hmm. yeah that's um, it it doesn't feel gimmicky it's really part of the puzzles it's part of the platform absolutely yeah. yeah there was an awesome bit i had this uh played this amazing boss fight against this giant monkey um and he's the, he's the monkeys in all the trailers, actually. But you basically have to not literally knock his teeth out. Um, it's, like, it's quite gruesome. Um, and with that as well, you've got this cool little grappling hook, which you use the little touchpad to so sort of... So you like, use that as yeah. yourself, not as the character, right? Yeah. So while he goes and knocks off the teeth, yeah. when he loses his teeth, you go as the camera, the, the, the player from behind the camera, to use the grappling hook. Yeah, and then you pull him down again. So it's kind of like you're working together with him, even though you're controlling both of them. That's cool. Um, I, do, I do like when you describe it as like, you nut stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you ever played any of the playroom stuff. So full, dis full disclosure, I used yeah. to work at Sony Japan Studio, and I was sort of very tangentially involved with the playroom VR stuff. Right. Okay. But basically, like the the playroom stuff that's involved that comes included with the PS4, mm. and then the yeah. playroom VR that comes included with the PSVR helmet. Yeah. It's sort of, it's the same robot from those, right? And oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And it's a similar kind of sort of super playful kind of yeah. approach. But this is the first time that that team has actually made a game that's going to be like sold. Yeah, yeah. those, those ones came free. free right? yeah. Actually, on the Playroom VR game, there was one stage of this this platformer. Really, it's exact, mm -hmm. almost exactly the same idea. And there were a lot of players who were like, "Well, this could be a full full game." Fight, and yeah. Then they did it. Yeah. Well, the, the boss fight I did is like had the same kind of like tricks to it, and the you know the things that you had to put like puzzly bits that you had to work out. It, it felt so much like a Mario game where you're or like, like a Zelda boss or yeah, something like absolutely. that, right? Yeah, um, you have this new item you use to yeah. defeat the boss. It's yeah. also, it wasn't easy either. Like, there was a guy on before me and he kept dying. Um, really? I died, I died once, but this guy kept dying as well. I was like, there are some tricky bits in it and it does actually get quite hard well, in not, it. Not only that, but uh, so the idea is as you go around the stages, you know, you're supposed to rescue all the other little robots. Yeah. And you can clear the stage by rescuing right, like a certain right. amount of them. Yeah. But there's lots more sort of hidden ones. So if you want yeah. to get like 100% it's... Yeah, problem. you have yeah. to really Do you remember... Well, there, there was one bit that I saw and I had no idea how to get there. And I was like, because it was like a sort of little time demo, I felt a little bit under pressure. But I saw some secret stuff that I was like, right. how do I get there? I don't even... I always feel under pressure doing time demos when yeah. I'm being watched by a PR because I always think... What if I can't solve yeah, the puzzle? You forget yeah. the game, right? Which is good. Where am I meant to be going? Yeah. And I don't feel that ever happens at home. I really know that yeah. feeling. Yeah. For well, me, mate, we had a weird thing recently. Um, we were doing a, an episode of uh, Prepare to Try, the show oh, we God. do in the UK. For That show looks stressful as hell. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's time for me. Oh, Resident Evil. We're Resident playing, Evil. We're one. the Resident Evil 2 remake. Uh, I always got stuck. We just got stuck, and it was fucking embarrassing. Because before we started, we said, How long should this take? So, like, oh, most people do it in 30 minutes. Yeah. We played 50 minutes. Where are we <laughs> meant to be going? Lost. Yeah. I, got, think we, I, I think we generally just got lost. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you, when you're talking to someone simultaneously, stuff like yeah, that, you just the way forget you, to. But that's like, what game yeah. means, like checking a map and working yeah, out which yeah. rooms you've been through. But when you're talking, like, it's easy to, like, you realize when you concentrate on a game and yeah. you're not distracted. Obviously, the game tells you things that you like intuitively pick up on game grammar. When you're like talking, you're like I missed that. Yeah, sorry. You, if you talk about wanking for fifteen minutes, if you minutes. leave a key in a room, you're like, well, what room is this? So you like yeah. so we went back and searching twenty rooms. Oh yeah, that was embarrassing. That was actually good that we had the creator on for for the uh, Astro Robot game yeah. because he actually told us some of the secrets that were really interesting. Do you remember the? Uh, the part where you have to throw balls and like yeah, yeah, yeah. break blocks by doing so. Yeah. There's actually an airplane that flies over your head, and if you throw the ball at the airplane, there's another robot that comes out of that. Oh yeah. I really love interesting stuff like that. So when is that out soon? It's really, really soon. Yeah. October, in Japan, it's fourth of October. I don't know if it's exactly mm -hmm. the same yeah. in the West, but probably somewhere like that. That's somewhere. next week. Yep, it is. Fuck. So. 
dust off your PlayStation VR headset. We've got like you know, five it, is, it is a game that is worth dusting off your PS4 yeah. helmet for, I think, yeah. Yeah, like, for sure, but you do have to put on all those uh, cords and cables. Those things yeah. and get them all I think we're lucky enough that, like, yeah, Dale, um, one of the other guys at IGNK, he set up, like, VR Corner. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. It's pretty much so. Like, you guys so don't have to uh, install yeah. it every time. I think the PSVR is permanently set. I've managed to, to put, switch it all on when I've been really pissed. It takes like half an hour. Monday yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think you did a good job of that. At, uh, um, speak, speaking of embarrassing uh, playing in front of people, where it's embarrassing and VR. Yeah. At TGS, um, they had Space Channel Five VR. Oh, oh right. Also, yeah. Yeah. And um, which I was really excited to play. And just as I was lining up for it, I suddenly thought, Oh no, I've got to dance in front of all these people. Because, you know, Space Channel 5, the original game, you dance by pressing inputs on the yeah, controller. Right. But here it's, you, it's using it. PlayStation Move, and you have to actually move your whole body around. To well, at least you're not noticing that people are watching you because yeah. of the helmet. Yeah. And, that's and you know, if it, wasn't for, if it wasn't for that, I think I'd have probably bottled it. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, something like DDR, like Dance Dance Revolution, you know, mm. I'll play that in an arcade or whatever. But at a game show when you've got all these, like, sober Being people bubbled. around you and, yeah. yeah. But actually, that's the kind of a good thing about VR that you forget about like your your surrounding and you you're not shy anymore yeah, when you're yeah. in VR. Yeah. I think I'd still be very aware that I'm a terrible dancer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's really good though. The is um, it? Space Channel Five VR. Yeah, like they've recreated the original game, and it looks like the original game, but with sort of mo- slightly modern graphics. Yeah. Um, and you know that game, just the music was so cool, and the sort of dance moves and stuff were just really it has like a strange, surreal kind of vibe Dreamcast to it. Dreamcast classic. Yeah. yeah, but they really put it like perfectly into VR. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we got to play, uh, which is kind of the reason we were here, was uh, Devil May Cry Five. So that's the one like, you were able to talk about. Yes. Right. Can we can we try and guess what the ones you're not allowed to talk about? I think it'd be pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> they sent me to cover it, and it's Capcom. There you go. Done. So so how was that, Devil May Cry? Because I didn't get to play that one this time. It's really good. So I didn't get to play the Nero demo. I haven't played that. Okay. So we got only Dante. Dante. So what they were showing at yeah. TGS was Dante, Dante. games. He has all these the different styles you can switch. Yeah, yeah you right? can like switch between, I think, four different fighting styles like, yeah. on the go. And the idea like to get the most style score is like you're constantly switching between all four styles and like yeah. some of them got like a dodge one he's got like a parry yeah so you want to be like switching between them constantly but yeah. it's a really hard game just to get thrown into because yeah. is it, it, yeah. well, is it if you've never played devil may cry if you like if you've played devil may cry before it's fairly similar to the old ones especially, especially like the, the old dante ones. part is yeah. pretty similar yeah. right? but just like to go in cold it's like oh it's got yeah. like um he's got an amazing new weapon which i think was shown in the gamescom trailer yeah it's called the cavalier which is basically a motorcycle that you right. can yeah, ride that one's into cool, people it's really cool so he's, he breaks it into two and yeah. he's got like these twin chainsaw tra- <laughs> chainsaw swords yeah and then he can combine them together and he's literally just riding a motorbike into people yeah <laughs> and you write that the, it's really good because you basically because you use these different styles if you use the cavalier take you take the person up into the air then you can switch styles then so i was switching to like the in, awesome the, in the air sword, right? in the air yeah. yeah so taking the bike up switching to the sword in the air and then doing some mental damage as well oh. it's, so it's really it's, it's good. good for fans of classic devil may cry but also for fans of road rash then. yeah <laughs> it's got, it's got <laughs> to be for everyone yeah <laughs> it was really good like i didn't so i didn't we were um, filming some, we were recording some gameplay stuff, and you saw this. So we got like the guy who what he's, is he he's gameplay designer. He's a gameplay designer um, to like do our gameplay for us. And then so I played it 
I played it and was okay at it. I was like pretty happy with my score. Then I saw him doing it and I was like, You did ah, the boss. Okay. Yeah. Which, you did the You're boss like, without like um, dying. Yeah. Which is like apparently pretty difficult. Yeah, not lots of people did it. Oh, you didn't really die good. one time. Are nope. you a long time uh, player? I was really into the like the newest one that came out. DMC. But, DMC. But I didn't have a PlayStation 2, so I came to it all really late. But because I the DMC, DMC was like your first Devil yeah, May Cry. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting because like, it's a weird thing with this because this is Devil May Cry, Cry 5. Yeah. So that DMC game has like this weird non-canon never status yeah. now, and right. like Capcom obviously were involved in that, but it was made yeah. by a British Ninja developer, Theory. Ninja yeah. Theory in Cambridge. So this is like a very intentional, like we're going back. This is all Dante. This yeah. is like everything you know. Like it's if it's very much like what I got from that demo. Uh, actually, like, actually you is... can say that for Capcom as a whole lately, like Mega Man Eleven, like uh, the the Resident Evil remake. They're they're really like like. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you had games like Lost Planet and stuff, them mm. trying, trying to, to kind of mimic stuff. Western games. But now it feels like they're really true to their, their own DNA. Like, even like for, for games like Devil May Cry, these days, like God of War really went like kind of Dark Souls soul yeah. style. Mm -hmm. It's smart, it feels much uh, harder to, to attack and mm. it's it's much more slow paced. But for yeah. Devil May Cry, they really went to the, the roots of the genre. Yeah, like, like, yeah. yeah. Like, well, well, like you say that, I think it's a mixture of like new and old because like Resident Evil 7, like, you know, ostensibly very different setting, but. It's the core values of the franchise, right, and they yeah, realize right. that with like Resident Evil Six and Seven, yeah. they're it's using modern technology. Very to different, but yeah, yeah they very much the know, like especially with um, like the Resi thing as well. Like yeah. going back to survival horror, they know people want that for like years and years and years, yeah. and they're finally like doing making it. good on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think like I'm trying to work out what the story was of uh, Devil May I have no idea. I watched that for <laughs> really interesting because. I, like I'm really excited for that game, but at the moment we've only seen these weird little bits and you tiny little uh, sort of cutscenes of what is going on. There's a new character as well that they introduced in there's this a, one. There's a third character a third. that we, we've not played as yet. Yeah, I think yep. it's called V. Yeah. Have you guys um, seen, like seen uh, screenshots like, of him? Yeah. 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 Well, right. he's he's in the demo that we played as well. Oh, he was in there. Yeah, okay. he's in the cutscene right. for it. But he's um, like they've not really said much more about yeah. like what his play style is like, or, or even like what is going on in it either. Um, but it feels really strange as well because if if I'm not sure if where we were in the game, they're at a point where character-wise they're working together or not. It doesn't really feel like mm, that. It kind of right. feels like it's sort of like every man for himself at one point, and then they're all going to come together. Maybe. Do you maybe see yeah. the menu when we were playing. It seems like it's all like um, all happens on like the course of a day. Oh, okay. Like all the missions, I think, are like. Like the whole so game, twenty four seven. That's the impression I got from like one part of it that it's all. Well, the like, cutscene comes in and it says like the time and the yeah, day. Yeah, it's like all that. very back to back. Like that's a really interesting idea. Yeah, I like that. So I don't know whether you'll switch between characters. Doesn't like it'll be concurrent action. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's really good though. But it's just bonkers, and it's. <laughs> I think our demo was what like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes, something like that. So. I'm sure it's a tiny, it's like an absolute sliver of what is actually going on. But really that cool. makes it interesting because we also have the Neuro Park, which uh, other people have previewed, and that is also like very new with like the... Very similar with the um, the arm that the comes arm, off, yeah. and you can like yeah. pick up different arms right. that do different things. Like I, I items are somehow just dropped just, on the floor. There's <laughs> just a lot of prosthetic arms hanging yeah. around. And, and there's this one bit, so I was playing the Neuro bits, where you can like um, detach one of your arms and you can basically use it as a hoverboard and you can just like <laughs> you just like skate around on your like that's prosthetic cool. arm 
It's just over the top (laughs) craziness that really makes it like a Capcom game. (laughs) Don't give a shit. (laughs) That's awesome. More prosthetic arms in games. Yeah. There's loads, though, at the moment. We have Sekiro, yeah. Yeah. Phantom Pain. uh, Phantom Pain, yeah. Did you guys get to see any of the Kojima stuff? So basically, that was like the main thing that was happening yeah. on Saturday? Sunday. 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 Yeah, yeah. Towards the end of Sunday. So we could see it from our studio. We had, yeah. I think we uh, actually, because they were live streaming it at the same time. So yeah. we were kind of watching it directly from our balcony and also watching the live stream kind of thing. That's and, weird. So, so we and doing a live stream. Yeah. And doing our own <laughs> and live, doing stream. live stream. And because um, he was in the UK and then he'd come, must have flown in on the Saturday and then came straight in to do this. Oh, thing. right. Because um, like the Kojima production, we saw the Kojima Productions booth, which is just merch. Just yeah. like that mad merch you were talking about earlier, right. which is like money clips. And they've done some stuff with insert coin, like guys in the UK, so like jackets and things like that. Um, but th- then there was a tra- I think a trailer played on the Sony booth, and you could go have your photo taken next to Norman Reedus mm-hmm. if you want to. Yeah, yeah so statue of Norman. Statue. Statue. He's, he's, he was there it's, four days. He was here though. Yeah. He's just standing there for four days. <laughs> he's like, this yeah. is unbelievable. He was there at E3 um, too, though. He's a busy yeah. guy. Um, so they announced. I don't think he's jack- a busy guy because no one's given him any work as an actor because he's shite. So <laughs> the only like the only person that's hiring him is Kojima. You, you really hate him, don't you? I just think he's rubbish. I just don't get. Well, he did. A st- he wasn't a strike favorite. though, so like that's why he. He wasn't like Kojima mentioned at the stage that he wasn't able to record anything with him for one year right. because there was this uh, video game voice actor strike for one year. Oh, in the yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was the the Screen Actors Guild like video game bit were on yeah. strike and it went on for from 2016 sort of towards yeah, the end December of 2016 to, for, uh, one for year, year from there. Yeah. And so they couldn't record anything with him and with Mads Mikkelsen and etc. I guess. Um, that's really interesting. I didn't know that. So but he says that except from that, the development is going very smooth. And like, two <laughs> yeah. there's no, there's no speaking in it. <laughs> Do you think that's why he's putting Guillermo del Toro in? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> no, no, I Director, yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> done you. Absolutely yeah. done you. <laughs> but two years ago, like, he, he also appeared at TGS. And then he said, like, uh, the game should be out before the setting of the famous anime movie Akira. Right, right, and that was in 2019. Yeah. So, so we assumed, and he said before. Before. So right, we assumed right. that. Could be 2018, could be 2019. Right. Yeah. And so we actually we actually ran a story on IGN US about that as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this time he was remembered. But like one of the people at the stage were like, "What about that what? movie Akira? Wasn't it gonna release before?" And it's like, "What movie are you talking about?" Never heard <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then after it, he he was kind of joking, and then he reassured fans that there have been no changes in the release schedule for the game. So they're on yeah. track. They're on Which track, means Death Stranding is coming out next year. Or this year, actually. Or yeah. this year. Doesn't seem doesn't well, seem well, like, this year yeah. seems fair, somewhat unlikely. Yeah. I mean, I kind of I mean, obviously, you know, I watched the trailer as well. And on the stage, you know, they so they, they had a stage uh, during TGS on Sony's booth and it went on for like forty five minutes or yeah. something. It was quite yeah, long. No, it was more than an hour, yeah, actually. It was, yeah. it was pretty long. And it was mostly the um, the Japanese voice cast were all together on the stage and they were talking about um, doing the voices for the game and yeah. a little bit about the characters and then they used that one to new character was announced yeah. yeah well two actually so that right. Troy Baker yeah. yeah the Troy Baker character which is the guy in the golden mask yeah and was it he's the guy in the black mask and the, the normal the mask, mask. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and the other Masks. one is um, uh, Tommy L. Jones yeah Tom, not Tommy L. Jones I think it was Tommy Lee Jones yeah to- Tommy L. Jenkins like Tommy yeah, L. Jenkins yeah, yeah. and um, I keep doing the same thing they're very different. It's like James Earl What was interesting like, here is, yeah. is that yeah. the, the Japanese voice actor was announced for this character, and he's actually the character that has been doing Snake all the time in Japan. Oh, oh cool. yeah. So yeah. that's really interesting. And he's, he's, waiting, he's huh, supposedly in 
he's supposedly going to have the second largest volume of lines yep. after that's right. normal. Oh, really? So it's a really major character. So which character? The, the, is the that Tommy the Black Earl Mask. Jenkins. That's one. Tommy Earl Jenkins. And that, that's the Tommy he Lee seems Jones. to be the captain of the organization. Uh, the main character Sam belongs. Right. To. Right. Okay. Right. But um, I have to say, I kind of whatever that organization may be. I, I'm, de- <laughs> I'm definitely like always going to be interested in this yeah, game, whatever it is. But like, it was another trailer where we saw like some more CG kind yeah. of character moments, and it's all set in the exact same location as before. And yeah, they're new characters, but they don't look terribly dissimilar to the characters we've yeah. already seen. And so it really felt like not nothing terribly new. Well, we still don't exciting. know what's going on. That's the main mm. problem. I think that's going to yeah. be the case for a long, long time. Actually, there was yeah. there was another Easter egg in the trailer. Did you know? Kojima mentioned on stage that like the the guy with the mask, the golden mask, he puts the mask towards the surface, and then like characters appear out of the mud. One of those characters is Kojima himself. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He's probably just put loads of different people yeah, from he's, like, he's, he, him, shit TV he shows loves, in America that he loves. <laughs> he, loves, he loves scanning people. Yeah. Oh, he loves a scan. He's got someone from um, Supernatural. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just like him. Uh, so. That's Chloe from Smallville. <laughs> yeah. She's actually wrong in these days. Do you know about that? Chloe from Smallville, she's like in a cult. Oh, yeah, you've told me about yeah. this, actually. It's bad. What's the cult? Weird religious cult. <laughs> Worshippers of Kojima. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a cult. But I mean, it, there is something about it that does feel like a cult because it's like, I mean, for one, on the one hand, you see that stage where he's like, yeah. there are all the different game publishers had stages at right. TGS and some of them drew an okay crowd for things. But I mean, yeah. this was like a swarm of people. Yeah, we saw photos of it. It's insane. It was, it's like, it was a, really it's like a music festival. It was like right. a music it really festival. Was, it was exactly yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, stretching all the way to the other side of the hall, you know, nearly. And, um, you know, to be able to have a booth there at the event selling merchandise, some of which goes up to like two hundred fifty pounds for like a necklace, you know, Fucking based out. on a game that is not <laughs> not out yet. Yeah. We don't I really know anything about, anything about like but, what but, it's but, about. Shy. But, but the fact, and it could be, sh- and it could be great, yeah. and it could be shy. But the fact that people are have so much faith in this guy, yeah. it's astounding, really, because you don't really see it very like, often. Very few games. The games people that yeah. would draw that. How many crowd. people would have been interested in this game if it wasn't Kojima? Yeah. yeah. Death Stranding. Well, it's none. I mean, the yeah. amount of information that they put out, it's yeah. not. Right. The, ga- the game hasn't particularly sold itself much yet. You know, yeah. and it hasn't had the opportunities. But I mean, think if it really is coming out next year and this is the only, they've only shown this one sort of general area of the game and a yeah. few characters, then hopefully that means that they're just showing us a little, little tip of the iceberg and yeah. that there's absolutely. You know, it's going to be a great, fun surprise when it finally you comes know, out. Two years yeah, actually, two years ago. Again, it's almost like um, Metal Gear. Like, I think for games people, this like registers like you know very prominently, yeah. and we're really interested in it. Like, will it be a mass game? Like, I don't yeah. think so. Two years like, ago, he called it an indie project. Do you know that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> indie studios don't get like the sandwiches. They, I, I love like uh, following me on Twitter, and he like he tweets out like going, "Oh, today we're having Swedish food day," and he just has like Swedish food brought in. Make like, a game, like, different theme days. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, he did that one. Maybe there are Swedish food in the game. Yeah, know? he did that one day. He was Maybe like it's independent Swedish food. Uh, well, yeah, today we all just watch Twin Peaks. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> like make the fucking game, man. And you're on schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what's the schedule? I make the schedule. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's a tricky one because they are technically they are an independent studio, yeah. but the, the game is obviously being bankrolled by Sony. Yeah. And they have but they're not too. but they're not a first part. They're not like part of Sony's worldwide studios. Mm, they're not no. like a first party studio. So it's like a second part. It's like you know. Oh, they're not. I thought they like were. That, right. But no, it's basically oh, yeah. a second party okay. setup, right? But you know, oh, I thought they were more like embedded. Yeah, I think if you, for example, if you looked on like the Worldwide Studio site, yeah. I do not, not okay. believe that there is a page right. for yeah. their studio on there. So, like, 
you know, to a certain degree, they're able to kind of call the shots and control. But at the same time, you know, there's almost certainly people at Sony pulling their hair out because they're like, we're controlling the budget on this, and you guys are going to yeah. stop eating Swedish meatballs and watching Twin Peaks. How much it cost? But like, I think you know, when it does come out, and it's going to either sell amazingly well, and they'll be totally happy that they did all this, or, or yeah. something else might happen. But I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> they go right. You're never making another game. Like, it's fine. I want to. I want to make films. <laughs> we can all make it films. <laughs> so, <laughs> can all yeah. email saying it. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, told we told you. We told you. <laughs> you were warned. You did ask it. So that was TGS, but we've also been doing some awesome little fun activities that uh, Daniel's very kindly set up for us. So uh, we went yesterday to the Kirby Cafe. Kirby Cafe. And ate a burger with Kirby's face on it. We ate Kirby's or face. Or a, or a little pink burger. <clears throat> yeah. a little Kirby. And Kirby isn't much more than a face yeah. to start with, so... Well, he's just a face and buttocks. Yeah. So one of the things on the menu is you could get like a hot chocolate, and with the hot chocolate comes a Kirby marshmallow. And on the menu it says you can pick one of two marshmallows, head or buttocks. Like he says buttocks, and if you get the one, it's like Kirby's just dipped his face into your drink. Yeah. And his bum poking. I've been to a bunch of like themed cafes and restaurants and stuff before, and usually the food isn't that great. But I thought I felt like this. Was that in Japan as well? Or? Yeah, in right. Japan as well. Because I went to like the Capcom bar, and uh, that food right. disgusting. Right. That we went to the Monster Hunter bar recently, and the food is better there because it's essentially just steaks. Um, <laughs> but this is the first sort of theme place I've been to, which like leans into the thing completely. It's just like a, like the space it's in, yeah. in like a place called Tokyo Sky Garden. Sky it's like Tree, a, um, yeah. Sky Tree. Oh, and it's like um, okay. it's a pop-up space, but it's yeah. like the cafe's there for like six months or something. So until yeah. February, uh, middle of February, and like 17th, I think. the theming on it is incredible. Yeah, like they've built so much custom stuff for the cafe. It's not like they've just dyed a burger pink. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. This like. Um, like the cutlery, like the yeah. crockery is all like custom. Yeah, there's like like or there's like merch you can only buy there, like exclusive merch and stuff like that. And they also actually, if you're in Japan, they're gonna open. Uh, they're opening a shop and the, to coincide with the cafe as well. And that stuff is gonna have lots of the old merch and stuff there's there because there was some of that there when we went there. It was like the two th- the other because the Kirby Cafe's there being there before. So it's basically giving you another chance to buy that exclusive merch. Oh, I see. So it's like a different cool. set of exclusive merch yeah, this time. Yeah. They're um, going to have a shop in the same building that sells yes. both. We walked past it actually, like by oh, accident. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But like the food was really, really good. The set, the setting, and that was really good. But the actual presentation of the food was so cute. Like you had like an omelette. It was like uh, a character. I don't know what character it was actually, but like he was um, made out of rice and yeah. a little like smiling face made out of cheese, and he was pulling up an omelet like a little blanket over yeah. himself. That was amazing. <laughs> it's um, ador- it is adorable. And that that dessert that you guys had with the it was just in the shape of curvy, but it was like a strawberry mousse or something. Yeah, it feels bad though because you are just like destroying yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, the burger I had was actually the meat was actually Kirby meat, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he is delicious. He, but he was delicious. It's the only burger I've ever had that came with a side of spaghetti, which I'm up for, I'm up for that. That was a bit weird, yeah. <laughs> I do like um, any theme menus like that's brilliant. Oh, that's genius. That's a, oh, that's that level. Yeah. And then you get towards the end it just says Nachos. Yeah. <laughs> it can't really do anything. Should, like, make, should we make them pink? Oh, to be nah. fair, they made they like they made a graph as well that we had like this like caprese salad, which was lovely and presented on like we were looking at it going, well that crockery can never be used for anything ever again because it's just like this really really thick sort of China Kirby with like 
this row of uh, like sort of divots that you could put like tomatoes with cheese on, uh, in them. But I was like, what else can you use that for? Like that was really good. So what it's like, yeah, what it's done is Kirby's at the end and he looks like he's in, about to inhale all the things. All in of them. Like yeah. a, a row of, a row yeah. of yeah. mini caprese. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, yeah. That's what I was going to say though. It's been a good experience for Kirby probably because usually he always inhales and eats people himself yeah. and now he gets to <laughs> yeah, know yeah. what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. It feels like to eat them for a change. I like that he's just in the kitchen just yeah. like vomiting it up. Going, there <laughs> There's a dessert and a meal that you can have which is an entire Kirby <laughs> level as well and you get to keep like the little, the little Kirby little people that like, you had the dessert for it. It was quite a yeah, lot of dessert. Yeah, so it's like... Um, it was a there's like a dinner plate which has lots of different din dinner things on it and a yeah. dessert plate that has lots of different desserts on it and it comes with you know there's like a tree character in, yeah. in Kirby games that's a, a boss uh, character and they actually had that whole thing made out of ceramic yeah. um, like dyed ceramic and when you take it apart it's got food inside it as well yeah. and um it comes with so some of the things you order they come with little presents that you can take home so if, yeah. you, if you buy a drink it comes with a little like cardboard coaster yeah. but if you buy a certain special coffee then you get to keep the coffee cup yeah. or the, the plate that comes with the mm. burger and this one the one with the tree you get a little figure of Kirby that you can kind of take yeah. home with you it's kind of cool isn't it it was really really good like I tried to get tickets for it before when I was in Japan because it was on before and I didn't manage to get it. But I think the way of getting tickets is a lot easier now. You can actually reserve them on the website. Well, you, see, you can't just go there. Like, yeah. You like, need a reservation. Really? Yeah. Because I, I didn't know that the first I mean, time I went. I was I like, hey, I'm going to the Kirby Cafe. <laughs> Turned out they were no, like, you're not. Fucking kidding. <laughs> I don't know if they do, like, if they reserve anything for Walk Up. Because, like, you know, this, have you ever been to the Square, Square Enix Cafe yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. Uh, Akihabara? Yeah. Which is also absolutely amazing. And they, they change the theme every few months, but it's yeah. always a different Square Enix game because it's the, the restaurant itself is permanently there. Yeah. And um, the food's always gorgeous and really beautifully like designed to look like it so I, when I went there it was all around near automata yeah but they um basically you need to have a reservation but they keep like a certain number of tables back okay for walk oh, up so if you turn up on the day and you turn up early you might still yeah, have a that's chance. good and also if you want to just go and have a look around the shop you don't need a reservation yeah to buy the merchandise yeah 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 no that's pretty good but yeah if you're in Tokyo it's on I think until did you say February so February which is good. Tokyo Skytree, which is yeah. the tallest building in Japan. In, yeah, we went up yeah there. it is. Yeah, it's, it's almost the tallest building in the world, I believe. Yeah, I think it was when they built it, and then almost immediately somewhere else it was like, "Always, oh, we do another one." Yeah, yeah. Um, we also have just come back from visiting Sega's new offices. Where is mm. it? It's in Osaka, which yeah. is near Shinagawa in Tokyo. Okay, so yeah, you you guys went there last week, and you were yep. like. When you said, like, do you want to come visit their offices? We were kind of like, eh, we could do, I suppose. And you were like, no, come visit these offices. <laughs> you have to see this. And it is bonkers. Like, we did this tour where it was just us and a load of, like, super serious businessmen going around it. But there, so I didn't know this, but Sega, uh, uh, it's not just Sega, it's Sega Sammy. So yeah. what is Sammy? So Sammy is a uh, pachinko operator and yeah. uh, originally, and they merged with Sega... Probably about ten or twelve years ago. I think yeah. it was two thousand. Yeah, they bought Sega pretty much. Right. Yeah, pretty yep. much. And I think the fact that we still have a Sega now is basically it's because, because of that, them. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, and because they have, they operate Pachinko, which is you know, it's the closest that we have in Japan to legal gambling. Basically, yeah. um, they you know, Pachinko operators they rake in money. And so Sammy itself is a was already a very wealthy corporation. Yeah. So now Sega Sammy. So, you know, it's a fairly well-to-do group. Yeah. So they've like moved all of these divisions into so, this one. So yeah, like including much. like like uh, mm. companies uh, under Sega, like Atlas, Atlas and yeah. stuff is also going there. Yeah. So basically, yeah, there's 20 companies 
20 companies within Jesus. the group, and they're all moving into the same new building called Grand Harbor. It's amazing. And the idea is that, um, so you have the, the video game development side, you have the mobile game development side, you have the arcade development side, uh, all of that. You also have all the pachinko stuff going yeah. in there, and at, like uh, Ezra was saying, Atlas is in there. Um, and all these different, um, all Sammy's side, and you know, all the pachinko stuff is all going in. And um, I think the idea is that, you know, to just have some synergy between it because yeah. Sega used to be very split up and mm. very spread out and the, the sort of main game development uh, offices were out like in the absolute middle of nowhere near, near the airport station, yeah. near Hunter airport and um, dilapidated buildings and very sort of like right, right. depressing places to be really <laughs> I mean there's a lot of history in there right, you know yeah. but and great games being made there but it was not like a, an exciting place to, yeah. to visit and I can't imagine working there because it's just so far from everything yeah. and so they brought everything together in a much more localized location central yeah. location and that all the teams are all in one place and so that people can you know in this massive cafeteria people yeah. can mix with people 4,000 people can get in there yeah. at the same time What's not in the cafeteria no no bonkers. the it's cafeteria holds uh, I think they said 700 seats right. or 2,000 standing well okay yeah. alright yeah. and it's all, all right. got like I do like the commitment to a theme as well it's because it's yeah. harbour yeah it's like being in a big ship yeah so you've got like the cabin the seaside shop um, the meeting area is all named after different harbours there's not one for Cardiff Harbour there's one for Edinburgh. you were telling me like really important yeah. port isn't it yeah, there's like one for Amsterdam that's where I come from but like Amsterdam's yeah. not a harbour <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it was like all these landlocked I think there's Los Angeles as well yeah it? Los Angeles is there a harbour I don't think so right yeah there's sea there's also this mad thing which is, I don't even know how to explain what this is it's called Tunnel Tokyo and it's basically this entire wall of dancing lights and then you go through a little tunnel. It's a pretty which, good explanation so far. It's like proper 2001. It's like going through the end like, of 2000. And you're walking, you're walking through all these lights are going past you. And they're just offices that people well, can, can basically... Rent. Like on the right yeah. hand side, there's like a, uh, a tea, make a tea area. Yeah. It's like, imagine walking down that every time to make a cup yeah, of tea. Yeah, because it's just flashing red lights as if like you're going to the end of the earth. Um, but they like basically opened up offices. So if you're making a game or you're doing something interesting that, you know, Sega Sammy might be interested in, you can... You can go and rent an office there, and you can just that could be your workspace. So it's for startups. Fucking incredible, yeah. yeah. Did you see the meeting offices? Yeah. Like they have these meeting offices themed after Sega's hardware and oh, like yeah. oh, yeah, games yeah. like Virtual Fighter, Hang On, stuff like Not that. Not Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. Not Sonic. Yeah, yeah there wasn't, there wasn't a room based a on Sonic, room. which is the mad. two rooms based on old IPs were it's Hang On and yeah. Virtual Fighter, both like old games that aren't around anymore. So yeah. maybe it was like kind of like reminding them of their own past or something. Like yeah, maybe it was all things of the past, like Dreamcast. So, yeah. Mega drives. One thing though, like uh, in the in Europe, we know uh, Mega Drive, right? Yeah. It's not Genesis, right? Yeah, yeah. In Japan too, but somehow the room there is called Genesis, Genesis after yeah. the American name. <laughs> Daniel was fucking furious. I was absolutely that, yeah. livid. <laughs> yeah, no, you he know. took a hammer <laughs> with him. Was like, yeah. as a, as yeah. a, he's one like Mega Drive fan. <laughs> this is a bit embarrassing for you, but um, you've called it the wrong thing. Yeah, you just shouted <laughs> bullshit <laughs> when they were talking. My my, my, some, my only guess is that because the Mega Drive's biggest market was the states, so yeah. maybe that's why. I, I saw one thing. One more reason could be the 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 boss of of Sega Semi. Mr. Yeah. Satomi, he stayed in the States for a oh, long yeah. time, so maybe well, his yeah. image is like Genesis. Mm. Yeah, maybe. 
about him though it's interesting like you, did you see his office yeah like it's just in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a normal office room he yeah. doesn't even have his own room yeah it's, it's not like open plan yeah. 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 which is which is unusual for any company like, yeah. especially in Japan, Japan. Especially. yeah he's so he his like work area is just on open show so everyone yeah. can just walk up to him if they wanted I do think that's cool but at the same time if I run a massive company at least I would want to be able to jack it at work and you can't jack it if you haven't got your own little room <laughs> with blinds you can pull down. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah like, Welcome to Japan, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're allowed to. Let's do a fast bend. Yeah. Like, but this guy is really open-minded. Like, we have the Sega Fest, which is like um, a fan meeting for Sega fans every yeah. year where lots of new stuff like Shenmue 1 and 2 got announced there, the, yeah. the Mini Mega Drive got announced there this year. And he appears there, like, in a T-shirt and jeans. Like, that's not your normal Japanese as more your like American yeah CEO, yeah, yeah. Like. so he is really forward thinking in that and actually he's like the son of the original semi boss so yeah. it's not like he, he worked his way up but still he he, he has worked his way out so he's been in the company for about like 10 years or so yeah right um, originally on the Sammy side and then a bit on the Sega side too and uh a big part of that was on the US side of Sega. He was the boss of Sega US for yeah. a while, right? Yeah. And um, he seems like somebody who, like, I mean, like you say, he obviously he's, you know, I'm sure a big reason, a big part of the reason that he's there in that job is that his dad is the yeah, previous, course. you know, president. But at the same time, um, he seems very switched on and, and very sort of um, energized yeah. and, and seems to understand like, you know, Sega went through like a really rough patch for a long time. And I, as a, someone who grew up playing Sega hardware, yeah. it was heartbreaking for me, you know, to see like what a state, especially like in Japan, they, they had some, you know, like Yakuza and Fancy Star Online and, yeah. and uh, Project Diva and yeah. titles that sell well here. But in the West, you know, there was a long period where mm. just no one cared Football about Sega. Football manager. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like, <laughs> Total war. And yeah. so he, he's been in the job for like two, three years. Mm. And you can see, you know, there's all the Sega Ages stuff where they're bringing back old games just yeah. as they were to play on the Switch. There's... Um, the Mini Mega Drive, obviously. The Mini Mega yeah. Drive thing. Um, there's bringing back games like Shenmue. Um, you've got... Valkyria uh, um, Chronicles uh, Virtual on, like not very famous in the West. Mm -hmm. but, and there's Sakura Wars, which is really big in Japan. But there's yeah. like all they're, these they're old IPs a brand new, that... A brand new Sakura Wars game. And all of this is like... Because um, last year they did like a sort of a fan survey and they mm. said, look, tell us what Sega IPs you want back. And um, just Shemu. Uh, Shemu, Shemu was, I think, number three. Ah, Sakura, because it was in Japan. In Japan. Right? Right. Like, okay, yeah. I think, Sakura I think Wars Shemu was, was number, number two, actually. Yeah. And then number one was Sakura Wars. Okay. Yeah. So they, yeah, maybe Shemu was three, actually. Yeah, you're right. I think two was Jet Set Radio. Right. And this time they did for what do you want in Sega Ages? Jet Set Radio was number one again. So oh, I cool. guess they're going to have to do that soon. But, <laughs> but the thing is, like, you hear these kind of surveys a lot, but it doesn't really actually happen all that much. But this yeah. time he's really putting Listening where his mouth is. So, yeah. That's, it's, it's looking good. It, it definitely feels like I think like when you, the commitment of putting everyone into one great massive, great big, expensive looking office. Yeah, I mean, so expensive with like yeah. LED walls yeah, yeah. that change color. Yeah, is that um, you know you're basically saying you, you know because the rent as well you know in the area where they are now compared to being spread out in these cheaper areas of yeah. Tokyo, they're obviously like putting like a real doubling down risk, it, basically, putting yeah. a real commitment into it, which. It's great. It's exciting to see because you know you just hope that that means that there's going to be like more great stuff coming from Sega. Yeah, is that why they're inviting people in to like show off I and also so, communicate yeah. like this is what the yeah. new company is going to be doing? Like, yeah, it's, like, it's, 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 it's not just a new office; it's a new Sega. Wait, and yeah. also like, a new way really of working. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. 
It's awesome. It was it was like ridiculously impressive. I'm glad that Another we went. Another important thing I see what they're doing is they're making a lot more contact with Europe and US offices. Like Shamu One and Two was a project done by the the British side, and then they were yeah. working together with the original creator creators. And then there's Fokiria Chronicles. That there's a new Fokiria Chronicles because. Europe did a remaster of the first mm. one. Like, there's a lot of uh, working together there, which mm -hmm. is really like that is New. what the open yeah. mind of Mr. Yeah. Satomi is, mm -hmm. really. Yeah. And that's not that common with Japanese, big Japanese multinational yeah. game companies at all. The U US side, the Europe side, the Japan side, They're very often almost very, different very companies. Separate, yeah. Right? yeah. And that's that was awesome. the case with Sega, but it feels like that's changing as well. Yeah. Yeah. The concern, I guess, is that when you, the amount of, I mean, that can't be a cheap office to run, right? And you know, it's going to have to go quite well. Well, we have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys, yeah, if you could do your best work in the next month, that would, <laughs> yeah, really, exactly. that would really help me out. Like, you yeah. always have pachinko, like if yeah. it goes yeah. wrong, <laughs> probably makes more pachinko. I've never had a go on pachinko. Like I went in, the, uh, really? I went into a yeah, pachinko place once. Rush. Really, the noise and the noise really, is fucking yeah. insane, and the smoke is insane. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of was like, pachinko oh, parlors are depressing places. Yeah. Yeah. But the funny thing is, like, Semi is obviously the more rich company here because mm -hmm. they basically bought Sega. Yeah. But after they merged, like, the name then became Semi Sega, became yeah. Sega Semi, which really shows, like, the name value that Sega yeah, still, yeah, has, still has, like, yeah. even though they don't have that much mm. money anymore. Yeah. Sammy Sega is so much more fun to say than Sega Semi. Because it sounds like someone's name. Yeah. Sammy Sega. Sammy Sega. Sammy Sega. It sounds like someone out of a Guy Ritchie movie. It is, funny yeah. to, it is fun to say. Sammy yeah. Sega. <laughs> He's always playing games. All right, Sammy Sega. Got your game gear over you, Sammy Sega. Yeah, good one, mate. Watch what you fucking say. <laughs> Amazing. Um, guys, it's a very exciting time in the podcast right now. It is. Oh, no. Gonna, it's the part. We're going to have our first, uh, I was going to say first keyword counter on foreign soil, but I'm not sure if we have done it before in Germany, maybe. Anyway, let's just say it is. It's time for keyword counter. So if you don't know what Keyword Countdown is, Which and, and, you, and, and you don't, that's fine. I do. Um, I'm not going to be very good at so it. So IMDb categorized their films via a bunch of crazy keywords. Um, what I have done is taken 10 keywords for five different films, and you have to guess what those films are by the keywords. Why not games? What do you mean? Because <laughs> uh, that's boss keyword count. That's another game. Okay. That's, right. that's more complicated. Because we do films and games on this podcast. I see. But, right. Um, and So uh, I should say that I, I do appear on our movie podcast and stuff here in yeah. Japan. Our and video I podcast. But he, Ezra doesn't. And Ezra doesn't really, doesn't really watch many I movies. I never watched the Star Wars movie. Can I still say, be I, on here? Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I thought you were about to say... Oh, we do a movie podcast and we do keyword countdown. And I was going to hit no, the fucking roof. We do uh, video game 20 questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Don't. It's, it's fine that you do that. Don't ever do keyword countdown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Copyright infringement, eh? <laughs> so from the keyword, we should guess the movie, right? We literally, right. Can't, yeah. we literally cannot infringe your copyrights because we have a license <laughs> yeah. to run any of your content that we want. Okay. So let's. Uh, after this, we're going to record Prepare to Try. Yeah. <laughs> Japan version. What's Prepare to Try in Japanese? Yattemiro. Uh, so oh, that sounds good. That does sound good, yeah. <laughs> That's better than Yattemiro. What's, what's keyword countdown? Keyword countdown. <laughs> you might put a not in them. Keyword countdown. No, keyword countdown. Okay. 
So here we go then. Film number one. Because <laughs> I know where the link is. The link is fucking disgusting. <laughs> As in like easy, is this, easy. Uh, right, yeah. Is this one that you've come up with or is this? Yeah, one no, no. Right? I, how I, many I times know. can we guess? Like once? You just show out. Keep shouting. Keep shouting. shouting. Keep shouting. So you are, yeah. Opening action scene. Jurassic Park. Open. Uh, opening. Opening action scene. Oh. Arrest. Ghostbusters. Training. Pokemon the movie. Training day. Love triangle. Ooh. Uh, there's something about Mary. Nice. It's not that, but it's a good it's guess. It's not an action scene, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe. But when he gets his dick caught. That's yeah, that's pretty action. <laughs> that's an action That's movie, an action right? scene. Subtitled scene. Annie Hall. <laughs> is this a Star Wars? Is this Han Solo? No, it's not, not a Star Love Wars. triangle, is it? Tough guy. Rush hour. Ooh, it's close. Exploding car. Ah, hangover. Bald man. Die hard. This has got to be a. It's got to be a Bruce Willis movie, isn't it? Die hard with a vengeance. Tokyo, Japan. Hmm. Ah, Fast and Furious that? three. Oh. Tokyo Drift. There you go. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Got it. So I, that, I think I know what. I, I think I, I know guess what the theme might be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. So Daniel, you got that. The other one. Drift racing. Uh, so you got two points there, Daniel. One guess. <clears throat> Here we go. Anti-hero. Hmm. So the, there's a lot of them. Breasts. Breasts. Ooh. Breasts. Yeah. Uh, Batwoman. Post-apocalypse. Ah, it's uh, a ghost in the shell. No. Oh, it's a good guess. It's a very good guess. Prosthetic arm. Prosthetic arm. Ah, uh, Terminator. Is it, is it a cutscene from Metal Gear Solid? No. no. Christ allegory. Prometheus. Prosthetic. Blade, Blade Runner. Gifted child. Gifted child? Changeling. Biker gang. Akira. Yep. Oh, done. It's all Japanese movies. Uh, yeah. There seems to be a team. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, what was breasts? <laughs> there is, there is a oh, link. There is, there, there is a link between all of them as well. Torn off. Okay. Yeah, there's okay, always so a link. Sorry, 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 next one yeah. should be more. Oh, there, there, there always is. Yeah, there always right. is a link. Yeah, yeah. Can I guess that the link is Japan? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guess it might be right. I don't know. Um, to the other ones, <laughs> cyberpunk. Ghost in the Shell. No, no, no. This is the rest of the rest of the cues. Cyberpunk, based on comic book, anime. So yeah, well done. That is God, a good movie. Yeah, it's really good. <clears throat> Here we go then. 1870s. 18th Last Samurai. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh my God. Ah, I should have been able to get that one. Ah, I, just, I can't. I just, I just put that out of nowhere. I just yeah. on there. That was good. I was going to guess Yurusare Uh The other ones. Oh. Irish American. This is the for the. This is for the Last Samurai. <laughs> Irish American. Unreliable narrator, troubled mind, <laughs> war hero, captain, battle, tragic hero, tragic hero, seppuku, samurai. Well done. <laughs> nice one. I don't think we can. Yeah, that's put you far too far well, into the lead. I feel like there might be you be able, might be able to get ten points just if you think really so if hard. If you guess yeah. it the first time, you get ten points. Yeah, right? because we have the, the theme points. Now, good. So. That, yeah, we got the theme. Uh, all right, this will throw that one off a little bit. Uh, what is it? Uh, Bechtel test passed. 
Uh, what? So the Bechdel test a, is like a feminine, a way, a feminist theory way of looking at films. Okay. There's a bunch of different rules that they have. The main one is: yeah. is there a scene where two women talk to each other and they don't discuss a man? Kill Bill. Yeah. It is Kill Bill. Yeah. yeah. What? This <laughs> all. Ten points. So I still have. Oh I need God. two more points. Right. I think we should do a version of Kira Kandem where you know the link. Where you know the all, link. It's all, all tens and nothing. Yeah, yeah. It changes everything actually. <laughs> 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 How many more do we have? Well, last one. Last one. Last I can still one. win. We're yeah, flying yeah. through it. <laughs> wow, that was. I was impressed. That was I was really just impressed oh. as we uh, do a film. The other ones for those: coma, gunfight, extreme violence, revenge, woman word, woman, woman, woman murders man, <sighs> female protagonist, female bare feet, sword bride. Right. <clears throat> Here we go then. Last one. Everyone, it's so, it's so tense. tense in here now. Everyone can still win. Coming of age. Ghost of the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. No. Coming of age. Is it a Ghibli movie? Totoro. No. My name is Totoro. It's none of those. Kiki's Delivery. It's none, none, none of those. It's none of those. None of those. Whipping. Whipping? Whipping. Whipping. Castlevania. Kanan. It's not like that. It's not that that dirty Japanese movie. You know. <laughs> They're all dirty, mate. It's fucking muck Aww. central in, ja in <laughs> Japan. So I've been on the shops. You can't Coming move for grot. <laughs> Four word title. <laughs> He's been up to the fifth floor. Yeah, yeah. La La No. Four word title. Uh, four word. Yeah, four words. There's four words in the title. Nineteen mm. twenties. Uh, Child abuse. Child? Ah, it's from Akira Kurosawa, right? No? Secret love. Secret love. You can still win Lost this. Lost in translation. No, no. You can still win this. 1920s. Forced prostitution. Oh, Memoirs of a Geisha. Yes. yes. Well done. Good one. Got it. Well uh, the other ones, Japan. Damn. And geisha. Yeah, we all really <laughs> knew Japan, right? <laughs> oh, it'll, it'll be in there at some point. Uh, so that was good, man. So Daniel takes that, or Krupa takes that with 15 points. Ezra, you got 10 points. And Daniel Robson, you got three points. I beat the host of I'm a movie podcast. Yeah, it's well, good, man. Well done. And I've never even seen a Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. there you go. He's going to dine out of that for ages, should, isn't it? Should yeah. we do the theme? Uh, what do you think the theme was? Um, Is it Japan by any chance? Do I get uh, extra points? Yeah, yeah, you get you get a point. Wow, one, one extra thing. point. <laughs> the yes. pen's not working, so that doesn't count. There you go. <laughs> Shit. You can change color on your yeah, pen. Yeah, I can go. I can go black. I can go. We have red, pens that change blue. color, this and this has absolutely blown Gav's mind. No, it's not just a pen change color, Daniel. Um, it's also it turns into a little <laughs> pencil as well. Look at that. <laughs> uh, now that has blown that, is, that is special, yeah. That doesn't work. That could only be magic. This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. That was really good fun. It was fun. Thank yeah. you. Um, thank you for fun. coming on the podcast and talking professionally about games. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, though, because like, we do we do a Japanese video podcast every week called Shabirisugi Gamer, which means for video games. Game, yeah. overly talkative gamers or chatterbox right, gamers. Okay. Right, okay. And uh, about games. And we also do a movie one. We do all these video stuff, but it's all in Japanese, right? Yeah. And so it's quite unusual for either of us to have a chance to sit down and just talk for an hour about 
games yeah. in English. English. Yeah. So it's been quite nice. Yeah, that must be kind of weird. Was well, yeah. a good English lesson for me. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you were great. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll dial next time. I'll, I'll dial in over Skype and I'll just join you. Guys account that amazing. Yeah. Get my ass kicked. There we go. Then that's it. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can igen underscore uk feedback at igen.com. But we shall see you next week when we'll be back on UK soil. Feels like we've been away a long time now. It's time to go home. (laughs) Get out of our country. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. See you guys. there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm torn by my feelings for two women bobby cannavale you can eat it or if someone hits you you can put it on your cut melanie linsky i wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet jason ritter i can break things and pick locks and kill people michael stuhlbarg the whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better ari grainer no don't whet its appetite what are you an idiot me justin bartha that's not just any egg cream that's a lemke's special and all narrated by the hilarious richard kind this is the story of harry dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.